It's time for Recipe of the Day. We are most definitely celebrating Vidalia onion season here this year, and I am delighted that we have a Vidalia onion sponsor sponsoring this show through the season. It is Schumann Farms and their real sweet Vidalia onions. I hope you listened to my conversation yesterday with the owner of Schumann Farms, John Schumann. It was such a fascinating conversation. I learned so much about Vidalia onions. If you listened, you did too. If you have not listened yet, go back and listen. It was yesterday's episode. So great. Now, in celebration of the Vidalia onion season and our wonderful sponsor, this whole week is dedicated to delicious Vidalia onion recipes. So when you are next in the produce department, look for those real sweet Vidalia onions and grab a bag or two because they're only in season for a few months and now is the time to get them. And today I am making the best fried potatoes and onion recipe. I am so excited about this. You know, I work with a chef, Don Mancuso, and she and I really brainstormed a lot on this one and did a lot of testing separately. And then she implemented all of our results and tested a few more things and came up with this. It is truly the best fried potato and onion recipe. You're not going to believe it. Before I get into the recipe, I want to tell you the things that I think are the most important about this recipe and what makes it the best. So first of all, we tried soaking the potatoes before cooking them and we tried par-cooking the potatoes before frying them. Neither of those actually benefited the dish at all. So the recipes that call for doing that, it's like an extra step and it doesn't give you the best results. You get the nice, crispiest, brownest of the potatoes if you don't do those things. So don't do those things. The other thing, the thing that was the most important was we actually cook the potatoes and onions separately in two different stages and then bring them back together at the end. Now, I know if you are a cook, you cook from home all the time, you probably have made all kinds of potatoes and onions and you've put them in the pan together all the time. I do it too. So you're saying, Christine, why are you telling me I have to do this? You don't have to do it. Do it the way you like it. Cook how you love to cook. But I'm going to tell you, there are three very good reasons for cooking them separately. First, potatoes and onions brown and cook through at different rates. The potatoes take longer than the onions. If you put them in the pan at the same time, in the time it takes the potatoes to cook through and brown, the onions are going to get really dark and that's going to give you some bitterness in the dish. We want that nice, sweet, wonderful onion flavor. We don't want that bitterness. So not having the onions in there while the potatoes brown, that is going to be brilliant. And in fact, we actually do the onions first, pull them out, and then do the potatoes. Now, the second reason is that onions contain a lot of moisture and that releases from them as they're cooking. And potato slices brown best when they have a nice dryness around them, just the oil, right? Now, if you have those onions releasing their liquid, now you don't have nice dry potatoes, they're not going to brown as well. The third reason is potatoes brown best when they have good flat contact with the surface of the pan. If there are little bits of onions mixed in with the potatoes, some of those onions are getting in the way of the potato slice having contact with the pan and then the potatoes not going to brown just the onion between it and the pan is going to brown right so we don't want that so trust me do them separately you are going to love it and you know what it doesn't actually take that long this recipe start to finish with the prep time and the cook time even doing it separately is still done in just about 30 minutes so you are good okay how do you make these babies in a large non-stick skillet yes non-stick is the best because you don't want the potatoes sticking on the bottom then they don't brown you lose the browning on the pan right non-stick skillet over medium heat you're heating two teaspoons of cooking oil I tend to use grape 
rapeseed oil for this because that is one of the kinds of oil that I have beside me when I'm cooking. That one is a high smoking point or at least higher than olive oil. So it's great, but you can use olive oil. It's going to have a little bit of a flavor. Grapeseed oil does not, or you can use canola vegetable, whatever you like. And then to that, you are adding two of those sweet Vidalia onions that you've peeled and sliced into one quarter inches plus one quarter teaspoon of salt. You're going to cook stirring those occasionally until the onions are nice and soft about five minutes. Then you're adding in a tablespoon of butter. Stir that until it's melted. The butter really adds nice richness and a little nutty note to this. So you do want both. You want that oil at the beginning for that higher smoking point, which is going to let those onions and then later those potatoes get nice and brown the way we want. But the butter is going to add that delicious flavor, right? Okay, you're going to continue to cook those onions until they're golden brown, about five to six minutes more, stirring occasionally. And then you're going to add in two cloves of garlic that you've peeled and minced just for the last minute or so. Then you're going to use a plastic slotted spoon, something safe on your nonstick skillet, right? To transfer the onions to a plate, leaving the fat behind in the pan. It's kind of coating the pan at that point. Cover the onions tightly with foil and set them aside. That's going to just let them stay warm and continue to kind of soften, right? Now you're going to increase the heat to medium high and you are adding in two medium russet potatoes. Those are sometimes labeled as baking potatoes, also at the grocery store. I don't bother peeling them. I just slice them into one quarter inch coins and then those are going into that skillet. You want them in as much of a single layer as possible. A little bit of overlapping is fine, but really as much contact between potato slices and pan as possible is what you want. Now, if your pan is too small to fit all those potatoes in a single, mostly non-overlapping layer, then you can do them in two batches. So you cook one batch of potatoes, distribute them evenly, and then when they're done, you can put them on an oven-safe rack set on a pan and put them into an oven set at 250 degrees Fahrenheit to stay warm, while you cook the second batch of potatoes. But if you've got a nice big nonstick skillet, you should be fine to do them all at once. You are cooking them until they are golden brown and soft with crunchy edges. It's going to be about three to five minutes per side. You're looking underneath them to make sure that they're browning and not browning too fast before they cook through. Like I said, it's going to be about three to five minutes per side if they are one quarter inch thick and you have the heat at medium high. That should be about right. Then you're going to get those onions, uncover them, distribute them over the potatoes, give it a stir and serve. I'm really excited for you to try this recipe. I just think it's such an upgrade over tossing the potatoes and onions into a pan and cooking them. That works. It makes great hash browns or a great side dish to have with your roast dinner or with steak, but this is better. Okay, I'll put a link to this recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. I want to say a big thank you to Schumann Farms and Real Sweet Vidalia Onions for sponsoring this show, and a big thank you to you for listening. I am Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookful.com, the all-new chicken cookbook, and from this podcast recipe of the day, let's get cooking. 